Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, I've had some requests to compile fanfictions from different episodes into one large one for your convenience. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Star Wars Theory. What if Obi-Wan brought Anakin back from the dark side in Revenge of the Sith? At first, I thought this would be a tough one to cover, seeing as how Anakin literally did the unthinkable and slaughtered all the Jedi at the temple, including the younglings. The more I thought about it, the more I realized that this actually could have happened and it's not as far-fetched as one would think. During their battle on Mustafar, right before Anakin got cut into half by Obi-Wan on the high ground, there was a pause while they both battled on the lava levitating pods. I want you to pay close attention to this scene that I'm about to show you, specifically right after Anakin tells Obi-Wan that from his point of view the Jedi are evil. I have failed you, Anakin. I have failed you. I should have known the Jedi were plotting to take over. Anakin, Chancellor Palpatine is evil! From my point of view, the Jedi are evil! Well, then you are lost! You can see Obi-Wan had two options here. He could either give in to his frustration of Anakin having turned, and continue the storyline to where it is today, or if he had truly used his Jedi training of persuasion and patience, much like Qui-Gon would have done if he were Obi-Wan in this situation, and continued his explanation of why Palpatine is evil, explaining to Anakin that he merely uses powerful fallen Jedi like Dooku or bred assassins like Maul to do his bidding, and when he's done with them, casts them aside like garbage and moves on to the next, explaining to Anakin how he has manipulated his mind to think he needs him and his teachings. He would then ask Anakin why he is doing this. What has the Chancellor said that could persuade him to do this? Anakin would most likely reply, as he had already stopped fighting Obi-Wan and started a dialogue with him. It doesn't matter what he was saying, but rather the fact that he was actually saying anything to him at all and not continuing to try to cut his head off. This was a pivotal moment in the timeline that if Obi-Wan used to his advantage to have at the very least tried one last time to convince Anakin that Palpatine was evil, he may very well have caused the slightest shift within him. At this point, Anakin was like a moldable clay he had taken the shape and form of a Sith Lord, however, he could still be brought back. Padme was still alive by the ship, and he had just moments before been crying about everything he had just committed. Now Darth Maul wouldn't have cried, he would have been impatient to find the next youngling to kill. Anakin had remorse, he had guilt, and he was suffering internally for it. Just as he had carried this conflict within him until the end of Episode 6 with Luke's aid, he could have been turned here and now. 
Being hit with the logic that he knew deep down was true, Anakin would look down and analyze the situation. Obi-Wan seeing his process of confusion would shut down his lightsaber and hold it in front of him just in case Anakin were to pull a fast one. Anakin would not move. As the pods moved down the river, now passing the point of the high ground that Obi-Wan jumped on earlier in the original timeline, he would eventually turn his lightsaber off as they would near a cliff of pouring lava. Obi-Wan telling him to jump to land, Anakin leapt onto the close surface as the robots floated off the cliff and into the hot lava below, melting into liquid. Obi-Wan would speak. Anakin, Anakin, you are like, you a, like brother a brother to me. To this is, this not, is not you. You are not this evil. Remember, Remember your, mother. your mother. She would not she want you to want turn to this. this. Neither would Qui-Gon. Obi-Wan was now using every heartstring he could pull on to get Anakin to come to his senses. Look at what the Chancellor has made you to do! You've killed Master Windu, betrayed the Jedi at the temple, and slaughtered innocent children. Anakin, who have you become? Palpatine is a master of evil and manipulation. You could have even killed Padme. Anakin struck a hard stare at Obi-Wan, his lips trembling. I don't know what to do, Master. I don't know who I am anymore. Obi-Wan turned Anakin's gaze from the lava erupting from afar to his face. Both covered in sweat and burnt char marks, he said, Anakin, you are the same boy who won the port races, the same boy who gave faith to Qui-Gon in his last breath, and the same man who taught me as much as I taught him. Anakin, it's not too late. It's never too late. Don't continue down this wrong path. Come back with me to Coruscant. Let's find the others who survived and put things slowly back to where they should be. Anakin looked back at Obi-Wan with tears streaming down his cheeks. He wanted nothing more than to go back. He could see what the Emperor had turned him into, the evil he had brought out of Anakin, and all because he needed his powers for his own master plan. Upon their walk back to the ship, Anakin saw Padme laying unconscious where he had left her. Running to her, he put his hand on her forehead, bringing her back to consciousness. As she opened her eyes to see her husband, they smiled at one another with tears flowing down their cheeks. Everything seemed right again. With work and effort, things could maybe return. Either way, it didn't matter to him. All that mattered was Padme was alive, and he could feel that he made the right choice. Looking at Obi-Wan, they both smiled at one another as Anakin reached out to touch his shoulder when he saw him fly 50 feet behind him into a boulder as he withered on the floor in agony. Blue and purple spider-like webs of electricity sparking over his limbs. Stupid boy, I give you one more chance. And this is how you repay me. Anakin looked up as he saw Palpatine's electrostatic fingers buzzing, ready to strike again as four clone troopers guarded his sides. He could see his hands directed at Padme, his eyes filling with rage. Turning orange and yellow, he stood in front of her, waving his hand. The clone troopers all grabbed their throats as he crushed their windpipes. He knew the powers of the Force now proved to be worthy of his expectations. Staring at the Emperor's soulless eyes as if he looked into a black hole, emptiness surrounded them. As erupting lava could be heard from afar, the wind blew through Anakin's sweat-drenched hair and the Emperor's cloak swaying parallel in the wind. The universe stood still, waiting on the next move.
Anakin glared intensely at Palpatine, his eyes focused on the Dark Lord. A smile made its way across Palpatine's face, revealing his yellow, stained teeth. In an attempt to rush Palpatine, Anakin charged forward with his lightsaber at arm's length, pointed towards his enemy. In response, Palpatine raised his hand, summoning a flurry of Force Lightning, causing Anakin to move his saber in a defensive position, absorbing the lightning, and in the same moment, Palpatine used the Force to draw his own lightsaber from inside his cloak, thrusting it towards Anakin. The two locked in a vicious duel as the lava and volcanoes erupted around them, barely able to hear their own lightsabers over the ferocious roars. As the fight progressed, Anakin found himself drawing on both the light and the dark sides of the Force. Wavering between the two caused him to stall his attacks, which Palpatine took advantage of, as he noticed a flaw in Skywalker's defense. Exploiting it and quick enough to sever a vital component in Anakin's mechanical hand near the wrist, causing it to go limp and leaving Anakin with just his left hand to duel. This forced Skywalker to rely heavily on Obi-Wan's Sorosu form of combat, blocking every attack Palpatine threw at him. However, Palpatine was a master of all seven forms of lightsaber combat, easily reverting to the form 2 Makashi. He used it against Skywalker just as Dooku used it against Kenobi. Moments later, the two of their blades were locked, as were their eyes. But while Palpatine's gaze only displayed rage, pride, and a little pleasure, Anakin's were filled with fear and hatred. He had never battled someone so powerful in his life. The speed, anger, the power that he was dealing with was uncomprehensible and something that he just couldn't be ready for. Slowly tiring out, Palpatine looked at him and said, You have much to learn, Lord Vader. It's a shame you will now die. With a twist of his wrist, Palpatine's saber cut deep into Anakin's right leg, causing him to drop his saber and fall on his back. Laughing with excitement, Palpatine was ready to destroy the Jedi's so-called Chosen One. His eyes fixed on Anakin's head as he opened his thin crevice of a mouth. Now, young Skywalker, you will die. Two blaster shots were fired from the same direction as the clones Anakin had previously taken care of. Palpatine quickly turned towards the blast, absorbing them with Tutaminis. It was Padme. She stood holding her stomach in one hand and the clone's sidearms in the other. Palpatine used the force to quickly discard of the blaster and raise both Anakin and Padme into the air. Foolish Senator, now both of you will experience the full power of the dark side. Anakin's eyes widened and without a word, Palpatine felt his grip on Anakin's body sever as he was forced backwards, hitting his head. In a daze, Palpatine slowly raised off the ground as Anakin used the force to both levitate the Sith Lord and grab the lightsaber from within the Dark Lord's sleeve. As Palpatine came to his senses, he saw Anakin with his limp mechanical arm raised and his eyes emitting a bright orange glow. This was not Anakin Skywalker holding him in the air. This was Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. Palpatine laughed. He had won. Whether he lived or died, it didn't matter now. The Sith would continue as he had finally trained an apprentice worthy enough to take his place as the ruler of the galaxy. Anakin ignited Palpatine's lightsaber, a crimson red glow shone across his face. Walking to the Emperor, ready to finally end his rule when he stopped in shock, as his face was illuminated, staring at a bright lilac blue blade piercing through the Emperor's chest, cutting his laughter short. At that moment, Anakin's concentration faded and Palpatine's lifeless body fell to the floor, revealing behind him none other than a burnt and charred Obi-Wan Kenobi his hand still firmly gripping his lightsaber. As Anakin toppled to the ground, clutching the wound on his leg, Palpatine's lightsaber slowly rolled away from the young Jedi Knight. While such an act would have surely damned Anakin, Obi-Wan was safe from any corruption, 
For this was not an act of revenge, but rather an act of mercy. Mercy for the Republic, mercy for the galaxy, enslaved, but most of all, mercy for Anakin. Anakin pulled himself to his feet, and with the help of Obi-Wan, the two of them made their way to Polis Massa, where Padme would give birth to twins, whom now that Anakin was present to name his son, she and Anakin would name them Jin and Leia Skywalker. After these events, Padme would raise their children well, with the help of Mon Mothma and Bail Organa working to rebuild the Republic to a thriving democracy. During this time, Grandmaster Yoda and the newly appointed Master of the Order, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which was a title previously held by Master Windu, would regroup with all surviving Jedi to rebuild the Jedi Order from the ground up. With the formation of the new Jedi Order, bounty hunters and the evil alike would go into hiding all while being hunted by Anakin Skywalker and the Order. The Order would never forgive Anakin for what he did as Vader, but they were willing to give him one last chance, however, with a close eye. Restoring peace, the Sith would once again fade from the galaxy, until from behind the shadows a new threat were to arise, this time to prey on the Skywalker children. Did you really think it was all over? Thanks so much for watching everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's compiled fanfiction. Leave a like if you enjoyed it, and I wish you all a great day. I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you always.